0: The Morris Ford lynchings, the Atlanta race riots, the Harris County lynchings, the Jackson County race riots. Of course, you weren't talking about this in school. Class is back in session. Welcome to Hidden Lynchings. It's Alan Holmes. I'm glad y'all joined me again. We're going into another episode. Um, Today, we're talking about the lynchings that occurred in May of 1918 in Georgia. We're going to call them the May 1918 lynchings. So just to give you all a backstory, because you know that's how we started. Every time, we got to give everybody a backstory before we get into what actually happened. So uh, May 16th of 1918, a plantation owner was killed named Hampton Smith who I'll talk about a little bit more later. As far as the death toll, there are about 13 black people who were killed over a two week span. So Hampton Smith was a white plantation owner in Morvan, Georgia. Um, he was a terrible guy to be honest with you. He was abusive. He beat people who worked for him. He was just a, just a savage of a person. Um, Because of this, because how cruel he was to people who worked for him, um, he found it very hard to hire people to work on his farm. So what he had to do was he had to resort to convict leasing. So he recruited and paid convict labor to work on his farm, and he contracted with um, the prison system. Um, A lot of these laborers, he abused as well um, because many of them didn't have rights and um, there was very little oversight from the prison authorities as far as making sure that people who were leased out were treated fairly. So Hampton Smith abused and beat a lot of the people who worked for him. Uh, Sidney Johnson was one of these uh, men who uh, was a convict who was leased um, to work for Hampton Smith. He was actually charged with gambling, I believe, and um, you know Hampton Smith paid the paid the uh, paid the fine and was able to uh, have Sidney Johnson be a laborer. So he beat Mister Johnson numerous times viciously. Uh, once Mister Johnson was beaten because he refused to work because he was sick. So, um, you know, that's just a little backstory on Hampton Smith. Um, Eventually, Sidney Johnson shot and killed Hampton Smith and actually wounded his wife. Um, You know, again, like I said, Hampton Smith was a brutal man who probably had a lot of enemies. A lot of black people who worked for him hated him. So the fact that he was shot and killed shouldn't be really a surprise Um, But, you know, Sidney Johnson knew he was in trouble after he killed Hampton Smith because, I mean, back in those days, you knew that if you were black and killed a white man, um, you were pretty much a dead man walking and lynching was the next step. So Sidney Johnson escaped to Valdosta, Georgia. (sighs) So now that we got into the backstory, we're going to get into the lynching. So, like I said, 13 people were killed over two weeks. So, a mob formed uh, in the community right after, you know, Hampton Smith was killed. So, they just pretty much went on a killing spree. Um, just started killing people. So, the first two gentlemen who were killed was Will Head and Will Thompson, Uh. Will Head was lynched in Troopville, Georgia, and Will Thompson was lynched in Barney, Georgia. The uh, reports show that 700 bullets were shot into Will Head and, and Mr. Thompson, total, after they were lynched. Julius Jones, who was another black man who lived in the area, was also lynched. Um, Chime Riley was another black man in the area who just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time he was lynched and thrown into the little river to drown they actually um, after they lynched him they actually tied turpentine cups to his hands so that he could drown Um, Sidney Johnson Uh, who was the gentleman who killed Hampton Smith. You know, he hid in Valdosta, Georgia, um, and eventually he was discovered by the police. Um, He was hiding, and he actually asked for food and help from another black man who was in the area he was hiding. Instead, that black man went to the police. Um, And so Chief Calvin Dampler uh, came to the scene where he was told that Sidney Johnson was and so they got into a shootout cuz Sidney Johnson carried a shotgun and a handgun with him so they got into a shootout with uh, chief Dempler and his deputies eventually Sidney Johnson died uh, in that shootout um the mob you know found out where Sidney Johnson was and you know they they came to the scene as well so Once they got there, Sidney Johnson was already dead. And so um, they were upset because they weren't able to lynch him and he was already dead. So they mutilated his body. They hung him from a tree and they burned his body. So it doesn't end there. Um, Despite all that brutality, the mob, the lynch mob went on to kill more people. So the next two people that we're going to talk about is Hayes and Mary Turner. Um, the backstory on this is that Hayes and Mary Turner both worked for Hampton Smith as well. And Hampton Smith, um, actually beat, uh, Mary Turner once. And so Hayes, as a good husband, any good husband would, he threatened, uh, Hampton Smith. And he was actually sentenced to the chain gang. Um, so, um, Eventually, Hayes Turner, the mob, you know, knew of the fact that Hayes Turner had threatened Hampton Smith. And even though he had nothing to do with his shooting, Hayes Turner was eventually lynched. Um, His body was left hanging from Saturday to Monday. Um, And so, and the last gentleman who was killed was a Eugene Rice. He was lynched near the old campground, and actually a few weeks later, three other victims, three other black men were found in the Little River, floating. So Mary Turner was Hayes Turner's wife, and as you can imagine, she was pregnant at the time, eight months pregnant, and her husband was killed. As you can imagine, she'd be angry and upset. So she publicly called the mob out for what they did, let them know that it wasn't right what they did. And so that caused a stir because allegedly they considered that her talking out of line or her being smart, being uppity. And so the mob went after her. She fled but was caught. So mind you, Mary Turner, again, is an eight-month pregnant woman. Once the mob caught her, they tied her up, hung her upside down by her ankles, soaked her clothes in gasoline, and set her on fire until she died. The baby was cut from her stomach with a knife. And when the baby fell out of her stomach, someone from the mob crushed its head under their boots. And after all this happened, the mob shot Mary Turner repeatedly, even though she was already dead. So, this just gives you a better understanding of the brutality, again, of people in Georgia. Um, The savagery. And it's just sad and terrible that this happened. It should not have happened. But as you know from some of the other episodes that I've been hitting on, the savagery of Georgia residents is just something that is just on another level. Um, Again, like I say, this is history. Doesn't matter how hard it is to take in. We need to know about it and people need to understand what occurred in this country. Because we we, we did not learn about this um, in school. Um, let's get into the aftermath. So the aftermath of the May 1918 lynchings was that 500 black residents in the area fled, as anyone would. Um, think about it. Would you want to have lived in a place as a black person after learning that 13 plus people were lynched in two weeks? You probably would want to leave the area. Many did.